I am Bales. I am the Wildly Well Mentor, and this is my podcast where together we learn to find empowerment, alignment, and our unique light within life's traumas, anxieties, and fears. We begin to fill up our self-healing toolbox and can feel nurtured and supported in a sacredly safe space. And we realize just how safe we are to transform, grow and follow the call of our soul to live wildly well and aligned today we are jumping into um intuition and a couple things in regard to intuition we are talking about what intuition is like we're going to touch on that just a little bit but and how to like get in tune with it but really we're going to be talking about sabotaging your intuition because that is something I have been doing so hard these past few days like insanely hard so I have talked about intuition on here so many times like I think I mentioned, I've mentioned it in like every podcast episode probably or close to probably quite as often as I've mentioned self-awareness. I have brought it into every aspect of my business. It is so prevalent within my Reiki healing experience I provide within accessing that Reiki. Um, It is so prevalent within my mentorship program, the group mentorship program I ran, and the one-on-one mentorship program I have going. It is very, very prevalent within my membership I have, you know? That membership is the Light of the Wild Goddess membership is so much about tapping into that inner wisdom, that innate power that that we hold within our womb space, within our sacral, and tapping into that as divine feminine beings. Intuition, I have, it's so much like this huge part of everything that I do and and everything I want to do and how I want to help people. But that doesn't mean that I also don't struggle with always being in touch and in tune with my intuition. What is intuition? So intuition is pretty much defined as the ability to understand something immediately, like immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So it's something that like bridges the gap between our unconscious and our conscious mind or our subconscious mind, right? It's that gut feeling that you have. It's that just that knowing when like someone's lying to you. It's like the bad vibes that you pick up. It's knowing something's going to happen before it fucking happens. And we all, every single one of us has access to this. We all have access to this part of our being, this intuition. But so many of us are so disconnected from it, whether that be from our lifestyle choices, the food that we eat, how much time we're spending on our phones, how busy we are. We're so, so many of us are so disconnected to it, but it's, it's there. And like I said, we all have the sacred ability to tap into this inner wisdom that is not just in our brain. It's not in our logical mind. It is so connected to nature, to source, to universe, to God, whatever it is you want to call it, and to our bodies and our beings. 
it's so connected to the world around us and, and to each other, right? Like we all have this ability to tap into this, to this beautiful intuitive inner wisdom, right? And some of us are disconnected and we, we may not believe in it and that's fine. That's totally fine. You don't have to believe in it, but I'm going to fucking tell you you're missing out. Okay. <laughs> you are missing out on some marvelous, beautiful knowings and guidance and support. Okay. If you don't want to believe though, that's, that's your choice. <laughs> we, cause we've been so disconnected from it. I like to think of my intuition as like this freaking beautiful flower. Sometimes it starts to like wilt a little bit because I, I forgot to water it or I'm not paying enough attention to it. And it's not the kind of flower that it's not like a succulent where you can just like sort of forget about it and it like will still grow and be there. You know, it's one of those kind of flowers that's a little bit, a little bit picky, you know, it needs a little bit of attention. And so, you know, you can start picture it as, as a flower, like with the seed and it is in the dark for a bit and you start to like, you know, nurture it and then you're paying attention to it and you're paying attention to it. And then all of a sudden it starts to sprout and you get that first hit, that first real hit where, you know, without a doubt, like your logical brain cannot explain this knowing that you have this guidance that you've received, this message, whatever it is. And that's that like first little sprout. You know how exciting it is when you're growing like seeds, like as babies, like I have lavender plants and I, I've, I planted so many seeds in so many different places, like inside, outside in the greenhouse everywhere. And the ones inside, like when they actually like began to sprout, I was like crying. I remember I got on Boxer and I was talking to my one friend. And I was like, oh my God, Kirsten, like, holy fuck, I got lavender babies. I have three of them. And now I have five. And it, oh no, wait, I think I have seven now actually, because two from outside did, did work. They, they're having a bit of a harder go though. So we're not like two, we're, they're trying, they're really trying their best. And the more you, the more you use it and you kind of like pay attention to it and you water it and you, and you nourish it and you let it get the light, that sun, and it's in the right environment, then the, the more it grows, you know, the, the more it grows, the stronger it gets. So that's what intuition is. But sometimes we forget to fucking water it and that's okay. Like I said, I have really like, fallen off <laughs> the rest these past few days these past few days have been like an emotional shit show honestly I like cried have cried like more in these past few days than I have in like freaking months I swear to god I cried so much the other day that like and literally just unable to not to not fucking cry like I can't not like couldn't not hold it in and it was like to the point where Benji even asked me like at one point he was like what's wrong with your face mommy like he was freaking like weirded out and concerned and a little bit scared all at the same time so it's been weird but I'm definitely like <laughs> coming out of it you know I had tons of intuitive hits today I really had like closed myself off from receiving and that's like a really big one when you you have to be open to receive and like in touch with that sacred feminine 
in order to be in touch with your intuition. And that's why slowing down is one of the big key, like, ways that, that like, not slowing down is one of the main ways that we don't, you know, that we sabotage ourselves. And, and as far as intuition goes, I don't know why it got so hard for me to talk there. <laughs> but yeah, so we hurry so much, like in life. There's so much of this hustle, 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 grind, girl, girl boss energy out there. And oh my God, I don't, I can't keep up with it anymore. But I do know that I have not been allowing myself these past like little bit. I've not truly and fully been allowing myself to slow down enough to receive. And when you don't, you one, you disconnect completely from like your intuition. You because you you're not slowing down enough to hear it. You are go, 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 go. And so your mind is go, 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 going. That you don't slow down enough to be able to hear and receive those little hits. One of the ways that, like I said, you, you can slow down, one of the easiest ways to do that is to meditate, but also to get outside in nature. Anything that's going to bring you back to the present and just take you down a notch, you know? And I I know that for me, it came to like this huge, like kind of emotional blow up. And that's another thing that happens when we don't take the time to slow down. Not only does it impact our ability to hear our intuition, but we are impacted in so many other ways, physically, emotionally, mentally. And um, I know for me, it really hit me emotionally. I, I really had to take a step back from, from things for the past few days. Um, and I feel good now, but I was kind of like forced to rest. It's like when the universe force feeds you to rest. It's never pleasant never fucking pleasant, but we need to rest. You know, we're not made to be hustling and going all the time. So slowing down or not slowing down is one of the ways that we sabotage our own intuition the most, I think. Another way is we just aren't like looking for signs. You know, we're not looking for events. So we don't really develop our symbolic ability. You know, we need to be open to possibilities. We need to release expectations. We let our ego control us and it, it makes it hard for us to do that. When we're on that ego, ego frequency, we're very much in that space of needing to control and not being able to let go of expectations surrounding situations, not being able to be not only see, but be open to all the possibilities and being in flow and working together with the universe. So we're not there are times where the universe could be trying to give us messages, but we are so fixed in how we see and want something to go like a certain way that we don't allow ourselves to be open for the possibility of it to go a different way. So releasing that grip and that hold 
And those expectations is so key to being able to being open to receiving those messages. And, and just knowing that, you know, the universe works. It, I know this is cliche, but it does. It works in really mysterious ways. And so you always kind of have to expect the unexpected. So again, you know, we really let our ego control. So many of us are on this ego frequency where we are, we think that we are in control, but we are not in control of anything. Our ego is. And yeah, our ego's job is to keep us safe. But it doesn't allow us to embrace change. It's even when that change is what's healthiest for us, what's best for us, what's going to take us to being that best version of ourselves. Even when that change means getting out of addiction, getting out of that abusive relationship, getting out of that disordered eating, whatever it is, right? Our ego will deem us a danger to ourselves. Anytime we try and change that, that sameness. So we let our egos control us so much. And we actually insist on be it, we, it, but we think it's us, us being in charge and controlling then everything around us because that's where we feel safe. But that is actually what anxiety is. We think we're in control, but we actually are just creating more anxiety for ourselves. Yet we feel safe there. Because in, in the ego, when you start diving into this work, and my topic for next week actually is going to touch on this, on healing and awakening and how it can actually cause more anxiety because our ego is so threatened when we begin to build up our intuition, when, when, when our intuition is present, okay? So there will be moments where you're going to take that next level, where you are going to up level the fuck in that intuitive development, in that intuitive ability. And your ego then is going to get louder and louder and louder. And it's going to manipulate you. It's going to try and scare you. It's going to be nasty. And you can let that stop you. It's very, very easy. And this is something that I am going through right now in this moment. I am doing a lot of things. There's a lot of things going on. You know, I'm working with quantum codes. I am going to be up leveling my Reiki here soon, getting my masters. These are big, huge things that are happening to me on this soul level. So my ego right now is amping the fuck up. It is spewing all this shit at me, making me feel all these things and think all these things. And for a bit there, yeah, I let it like drag me down into this, into these beliefs, into these feelings to the point where I couldn't hear my intuition. But it's important to understand and to have that awareness that, okay, this is my ego and this is not real. This is happening and it's coming to the surface to be released, obviously. Like it needs to be released. All this lack and this not good enough and this unworthy 
doesn't belong here. It does not. We don't claim that energy. So it needs to be released. We need to release that. And this is why it's coming up. It's it's coming up. It, anytime your ego really gets like uppity like that, it's a beautiful opportunity for you to release that. You don't need to hold on to it anymore. It doesn't need to be present. It's not serving this next version of you, this higher version of you, this more soulfully aligned version of you. So you can let that the fuck go. And now that I realize that, thank you to Lindsay Anderson for kind of giving me that like, oh, hey, yeah, and like this totally makes sense. This is all coming up for you because you're in the middle of like this first quantum code, which is all about like receiving. So no one, <laughs> no wonder why this is coming up. And yeah, so thank you, Lindsay, for pointing that out to me because I that really would hit me. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, what the fuck, man? Like I'm letting this drag me down so much and holding on to this when really I just need to release it. So our ego gets super threatened by our intuition. And we can let it control us. We can let it take over the driver's seat. Or we can have that awareness and be like, no. Okay, thank you very much for doing your job. But I am safe where I am. And work through releasing what is coming up. Another way is, you know, we... We can associate with people who do not believe. And I think it's really important to point out, like when you are first kind of tapping into your intuition, that there will be people who don't believe. Maybe that's your own family members. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's your partner. Whatever it is, just know that in the beginning stages, you don't have to tell anyone about it. You are not obligated to share any information that you receive, especially in those beginning stages, because I kind of like to believe that intuition is like contagious. And so when you are around and surrounding yourself with people who aren't on that soul frequency, aren't trusting and believing in the abilities of our intuition and, and that piece of us being a part of us all, and they're not kind of in that same space, then you're less likely going to be tapping into that side of you. You're going to probably more likely be in their energy. That is a general, like that's an assumption, of course. There are people who are able to be totally so high on that soul level frequency, so in tune with their intuition that, and like so good at protecting their own energy. And I think that comes with time that it doesn't, other people do not affect them. But if you're someone who's just starting out and you find that you're having a really hard time staying in tune with your intuition and like continuing to develop it, it may have to do with the people you're surrounding yourself with. So looking for, and I'm not saying cut these people out of your life at all. I'm just saying you don't have to share what you're doing with them. You don't need them to be telling you like, oh my God, like whatever, like and putting you down. You don't need that. We don't claim that negativity in our lives. 
but also take the time and step out and look for support. So I know there are tons of kind of support systems here. Like I've talked about my membership and my mentorship programs. I support people in tapping into their intuition 100% in all my spaces, all my containers. But another way is there are intuitive development circles that people hold that are just specifically for developing your intuition. And actually, um, one of my friends, Stephanie Isabella, she has her own podcast. It's Living on Purpose with Living on Purpose. She's amazing. I will link her uh, Instagram in the description box um, because she is actually holding an intuitive development circle here soon, soon. Yeah. So you definitely should check her out. She's amazing. She talks on intuition a lot, like a lot, a lot on her page and her stuff is so like she's very honest, vulnerable, and she really touches on the highs and the lows, you know, and and struggles and the wins and everything, which is one of the reasons why I love her so much. And I think I've connected with her so much because I'm very much like that too. But I will definitely link her because even if you're not in a place yet, maybe where you feel like you want to join an intuitive development circle, just following her because like I said, she talks on intuition a lot, whereas I'm a bit more sporadic about it. Um, but that's just how I am. <laughs> uh, so definitely check her out, follow her, give her a follow. She's amazing. Her content is amazing. And she get there's so much beautiful like takeaways from all of her content. And yeah, so definitely check that out. So allowing yourself to get into these spaces where you're going to be supported in the journey developing your intuition is absolutely key. And like I said, there are tons of intuitive development circles out there that you can get into. A lot of people believe that, you know, um, that we can force it but you can. It's not like, like, it's not like pedaling a bike, you know, it's, it's very much a something that happens kind of slow. Like you need to have patience for some people. It really happens faster than it does for other, but it's also not something that's like on demand, right? Like you have to invite it in. Like I said, you have to be open to receiving it. And like really on that energetic level, like you can't just say, okay, I'm open to receiving. But if there's a disconnect between what you're saying and how you're actually feeling, you're not going to be open to receiving anything. And you also want to make sure that when you are calling it in, you're allowing yourself to call in only for your highest good. Because not, you know, you can get... Not every message you're going to receive can also please be for your highest good, okay? It can get tricky a bit sometimes, especially when you start tapping into working with guides and, and all of that, right? So really understanding that it's not something you can force. It's not like riding a bike. You really have to work at it. And you sort of have to continually be working at it. Um, be inviting it in and asking and prayer is a huge thing. And I don't mean prayer like to God, although some that may be what you are called to do. But just speaking out loud, asking, hey, you know, intuition, I would love 
a little guidance with this, you know, and get as specific as you can. But you really have to be open and you have to understand that, that it's not something you can force, that you have to call it in, open it in, be inviting and truly, oh, I don't know why I feel like that made me feel so, oh, okay. That was a beautiful moment. I don't know whose energy is like with me, but whoever it was, that was a very beautiful moment. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So those are just a few ways that we can like sabotage ourselves. Um, like I said, there are so many things that can impact our intuition though. Like even as far as our, our food choices, our lifestyle choices, right? Things like alcohol, disconnect you from from your intuition very deeply because you it's a depressant so like you can't expect yourself to be vibing on that soul level frequency when you're drinking and consuming a depressant no you're very much over here (laughs) on that ego frequency um coffee also can kind of because it it does bring us up but it's artificially and it's for short-lived but a lot of people when we drink coffee and we drink coffee and we drink coffee our anxiety gets worse and worse and worse our brain chatter gets worse and worse and worse we are so go 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 that we're not we're missing out on that slowness that is needed for our intuition to like you know for us to hear it so those are just a few things that I personally like have noticed and kind of have pushed aside a little bit. Well, alcohol, I've cut out completely and I've never felt better. Um, but coffee is a bit, it's a bit more challenging, you know, <laughs> when you're my two-year-old, almost three-year-old still has a hard time sleeping. But we, we do our best and we try our best. But there are also like drinks and stuff that you can drink that will help you connect deeper with your intuition. I personally just love peppermint tea. I find that it really opens me up and I'm here for it. Thank you so much for all who joined me tonight. That was fun. And I love you all. Um, And really thank you to my free Facebook community, Wildly Well Woman, because I put a poll in there and I knew I wanted to do Maybe this is also why I was like sabotaging myself was because I knew I wanted to do an episode on intuition, especially like intuitive development and stuff, um, because that was like a really hot pick. Everyone was like wanting to learn more about that within my free community. So shout out to you, lovely ladies. This episode, I guess, is as much for you as it is for me. <laughs> but yeah. And as a generator, it is always beautiful to have something to respond to. And I guess the universe really gave me gave me a way to respond to it by challenging me with staying true and connected with my intuition as my ego has tried to eat it alive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for holding the space for me and listening to my story. 
and also showing up for you in the rewriting of your own. The light in me honors the light in you as always, and stay wild and well, you beautiful souls. Until next time.